Hey, this is Chris Davis, and uh, I can't stay. I just wanted to tell everybody that I really, 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 really hate Rochester, New York. And it's going to be a long five months or whatever. But we'll get through it, and I am looking forward to next season. All right. That's thanks, it. Chris. This is actually sick. Don't cut that out. <laughs> well, on that note, I would like to welcome you to the 15th episode of Talking Jacks, the postseason heartbreak edition. Uh, yes. As you heard, that was our sometimes co-host, Chris Davis, just wanted to drop in and give his two cents on the game. Uh, he really, really hates Rochester. Um, yeah. I think we all kind of feel that way now. But anyways, uh, how are you doing today, Ben? It's day two of the, post- uh... of the off-season, I mean. Yeah, I guess it is. Well, no, I guess two. it's day one. The first it's official day, one, day. Yeah, it's day one. Um, it's, does that mean the transfer window is open? Is that how that works? Well, I don't, it's, I don't even know. it's USL. I think transfer window is always open. So there you go. It's always <laughs> open twenty four seven. Yeah, I mean, uh, not terrible. Uh, I mean, I I didn't necessarily expect us to win yeah. going into it. I I felt really at peace going into the game. To be honest with you, I I felt like we were going into it with the least amount of pressure. Um, yeah, we really didn't have much to lose. I mm-hmm. mean, I know that's like a that's like a weird thing to say because like our season was literally on the line. So I guess yeah. in a way we had a lot to lose. But, I mean, not really because we had just lost five games in a row mm-hmm. coming into it. Like, I can imagine most of – the, the Rochester fans and, and just like the USL fan base in general was probably like kind of thinking Charlotte was going to lose this game. I mean, yeah, it, um, we did. So I guess they were right. <laughs> but true. I, I, I thought we kind of had nothing to lose going into it. It was we kind of played uh, a little bit with a little bit less pressure maybe on ourselves. I thought we we opened pretty darn well. I mean. They, both teams, I guess, well, I guess I'll say it this way, both teams didn't really start excellently. Um, one team was not head and shoulders above the other one, I no, would say. No, this wasn't um, really a... Really, no. neither team, I mean, the whole game, I would even say, yeah, wasn't like... I think that's part of the... It was a defensive game, that's for sure. It's, it's, that's, that's part of the problem, I guess, with playoff knockout format, is it you have to totally flip the mentality cuz mm. i mean for the whole regular season you're playing for points and i yep. know and i know you that i know that the guys will tell you that they're always trying to win every game but there are definitely times where you don't a, need to a, win it's as, a draw, as much and yep. they're like we're okay with the draw and they'll just shut it down but mm-hmm. you can't do that in in a knockout format like the playoffs and so I think you just having that weird mentality, you could tell neither team wanted to lose. So oh, both yeah. teams were kind of playing a little conservative. And I know Rochester plays that way more often than we do. We did mm-hmm. not do what I expected us to do, uh, which I expected us to come out in like the first 10, 15 minutes and try to score a goal and just throw everybody forward for the first mm-hmm. 10 minutes or so. And then if we didn't score, kind of sit back. Or if we did score, you know, that kind of thing. We kind of just played yeah. it uh, just a little more conservatively uh, than, than we than we normally do. And we kind of just went with that, that the whole game. Um, it was 
I think at one point you said that it was a game that neither team was doing anything well. I think it's what yeah. you said at one point, and I think that kind of played out. I don't think any. I don't mm-hmm. think either team really excelled at anything at any time. Um, it was kind of just like a, a, a scrappy game. Um, it definitely was. I mean, even the, if you look at the stats going that, I mean, we had 69% accuracy for passing and they had 73. So, I mean, <laughs> neither one of those are very good. No, and it's, um, and it's definitely way off our, um, our normal uh, season average. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely down below that. And it was, Going in, I mean, the whole first half kind of played out back and forth where each team had a couple different chances here and there. And oh, yeah, Enzo Martinez nearly put us up very yeah. early in the game on that that shot he had. I think it was just from just outside the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we all kind of gasped when we saw it live. And then when we saw the replay, we realized it was actually closer to going in on the replay than we originally thought. So it was yep. that was that was awesome. Uh, yeah, and, and 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 we had a couple of shots that were like that. Um, yeah, uh, Herrera had one in the second half that he tried. Yeah, from outside the box on like a counterattack uh, that he nearly put into the top corner. So you know we took some chances just wide. Obviously, I guess we can kind of just skip to the second half to talk about really the highlights i guess the first yeah, i mean half, there really wasn't much that happened in the first half there's a I lot mean, of fouling rochester and falling down for rochester more points. yeah there was a ton of falling down and just even rochester seemed like they didn't seem to want to play very well on the the turf well it was really because they slipped and slide it was a, a lot physical, more than I would ugly game and i don't know i thought there were there were just times where both teams it was you know, they were just going to commit the foul just in case, you know? Yeah. Um, and there were definitely moments where <laughs> players made the most of a foul, um, maybe mm-hmm. more so than they would in a regular season game. Uh, but I guess, you know, when it's when it's win or go home, that kind of stuff, um, I guess, shows up a little more than it does usually. Uh, but... You know, it is what it is. That's that's soccer. Uh, you guys are gonna dive, or you know, maybe not dive, but exaggerate. Make, make a meal out of every foul. I would say there was some diving. I'll I'll, I'll go yeah. ahead and say it. I thought that Rochester, especially Wallfall. He, yeah, I mean, he's a great player. There's he no really doubt lived about up that. to his name. Yes, on Saturday he, night. he exaggerates everything. Yeah, and I mean, I I guess that's a part of soccer so you kind of just got to take it for what it is but yeah it's it's always know. more annoying when it's the opposing team doing it rather than our team yeah. we didn't get too many chances <laughs> to to really make a meal of it cuz i know there's times when uh we've we've got guys who will get pushed and and act like they got shot too so yeah that, uh, we, we, it, we, we didn't have, have to self identify yeah we didn't have many opportunities cuz we didn't have much of the ball in this game, no. or, or as much as we know, we're used to, I guess. I guess, I mean, the possession you said it was, it wasn't too, the, the difference wasn't too terrible, was it? No, I mean it was fifty-four to forty-six yeah, in favor so. of Rochester. So it was, 
it was pretty back and forth. I mean, it was yeah, but when, definitely in it's, favor it's of It's just Rochester. weird because I guess when we're used to having, you know, 50 to 60% of the ball or yep. possession, it 45 feels really low, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so jumping ahead to that first goal, it was kind of the classic um, just shut off for just a moment mm-hmm. um, defensively. It was – I don't know if you could technically call that a set piece um, because it, I guess it was it – was, yeah. it wasn't a direct uh, – like they they weren't like set up with a wall and all that like a typical no. set piece. But it was off of a short they, – they played a free kick quickly um, and played it short. And I don't know if we weren't ready. The camera doesn't show, you know, if we were scrambling or what before the free kick – but uh, we just didn't mark uh, Graf in the box. Yeah, which is amazing because and he's their uh, he, leading scorer. <laughs> yeah, and they, from the the Rochester games I have seen, that's a pretty predominant thing where they'll get the crosses in, and they had I think how many crosses did they end up having? They had a they had, numerous. Like they had thirty six crosses. Yeah. Well, and I think some of their seventeen percent of them, but and I think some of their crosses. I think the stats may have counted them as shots, because they Mm. they logged thirteen shots according to USL.com. That seems like more than they took. Yeah, uh, you know, I would definitely agree with that. But Uh, but they but you're right. They did have a lot of crosses as well. mm Hmm. They had, and it was unfortunate to see that happen because it was. Yeah, I mean that's just. We opened the second half pretty well, if if I'm not mistaken, and it was. That's pretty much been the story of the season, though defensively. Yeah, uh, it's been marking set pieces is mar- not our marking forte. set pieces or just having a moment where you just turn off your brain mm. for, you know, if it's a, a half step. Yeah. Or you just forget to mark somebody in the box, because they had there were I think there was a. Early in the game, they got a free header in the box. I think it was Wallfall had a free header, and he yeah. missed. He did, he couldn't put it on target. But nope. it was a, it was like a similar situation. It was I think it was from the out left, coming into the right. Uh, but it, you know, you <laughs> you got to mark the team's leading goal scorer when he's standing on the penalty spot. You know, exactly. Um, yep. It's just one of he those. Is- they're gonna watch it on film, and they're going to be furious with themselves because um, that, that's yeah. just a fundamental thing. Uh, but I thought we responded well to giving up the goal. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. We didn't, we didn't, it wasn't even that we changed too much too, which is nice. We didn't overcompensate. No, we, for you're what right. We, we did do. it. We did it very, um, um, what's the word? Um, caution. No, cautiously is not the word. We didn't just f- send everybody forward and try to score similar to what we did against Charleston uh, mm-hmm. when we conceded that goal. It was it was just a much more – I can't think of the word that I'm trying to say. Um, but it, it, was a, it was a good response. It's just yep. uh, it wasn't – the response wasn't just throw everybody forward. Um, and, you know, we had – like I said, Herrera came close on a counterattack, I think, shortly after – giving up the goal, uh, he didn't, you know, it's hard to say 
one way or another, but he didn't really affect the game as much as I thought he would. And I think yeah. part of that was him playing uh, kind of out of position. I, I know I had said I wanted him out there based on the the way that he and Calvert connected um, mm-hmm. in the Charleston game, but I don't think he completed a pass to Calvert the whole game. So yeah, obviously was... that was <laughs> – that. That didn't work out. Um, no. And it was interesting because I, I know I thought going into it that Calvert was going to be a really uh, important piece. I thought so too. And I general, thought he was kind of quiet. In this game. And yeah. I mean, really, the only attacking player we had that was modestly threatening was Enzo. Everybody else, Calvert, not even a, against himself, their defense was so congested in the middle midfield yeah. and, they, and just in and general they in the middle the aerial duels too oh yeah they i think won, he maybe won, won one or two of the aerial duels the whole game uh it was it was surprising to me um that calvert wasn't as uh as much of a key facet in the game but ultimately i think we had a good scheme going into it i mean it's, no i think on paper when you you know when you look at the, the, the game plan it made sense you put mm-hmm. you put the big guy up top who against a physically tall strong team you think that's going to help um uh, but they were just taller and stronger i guess and and it could be yeah. a little bit that we that's really the first time we've tried to employ that type of strategy for the whole season True. i mean we <laughs> part of calvert's injury um, why it was so devastating is that it was it, it kept them from getting him getting on the same page with him with that starting eleven because yeah. mm-hmm. um, this was the first time he made a start because he was still coming back coming back you know when's he going to be a hundred percent when's he going to be a hundred percent and it you know ultimately it probably was too late to build any kind of serious chemistry um, with the rest of those guys but I thought um, I thought Enzo played really well. Yeah, uh, Enzo then, played exceptional as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he uh, he did um, he did just enough, I think, uh, to kind of he didn't we didn't see him taking a lot of wild shots like we've been seeing lately, or like nope. uh, having chances to pass the ball and move, or but where he just kind of held onto it, tried to make a play himself type of thing. Um, maybe part of that was just we. Um, we're just not on the ball as much. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that, I mean, we can talk about the goal now. Um, man, that was such a nice goal. Yeah. Uh, and it was just the, the moment Siaj oh. got on the field. It just, yeah, he brings so much to That's deal a guy, with as far as the defender absolutely. goes. Yeah. Siaj off the bench made a huge impact. Uh, we talked about kind of how we thought this was a role that would suit him coming off the mm-hmm. bench on a tired defense, um, you know, late in the season. And, it, and he did. He really impacted the game. He, that that pass is it was incredible. I, I didn't yeah. realize how, you know, we only really saw it once um, mm-hmm. at, at Noda Brewery. And, and then I sat down and watched the highlights again this morning and I had to watch it like six times. It was yeah. incredible. 
um, to cut to to hit that with his back heel, but not hit it in backwards. In stride it, too, it right was like a through pass. Inch perfect, was, yeah, inch yeah. perfect. It's yeah, it's just absolutely a dime, as they say in basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shot was even yeah, and then Enzo to flick it, was it perfect too, because it was an outside yeah. the foot shot, right? He, okay, he, that's what it looked like to he, me. He flicked it, uh, Travella, I think is what that's called when he hits it with the outside of his boot. Um, oh, okay. Past the keeper, I mean, it was just everything about it was just absolutely gorgeous. Um, mm-hmm. I guess in the way that <laughs> we got the antithesis of that goal as the uh, game winner, though um, the dumb luck, yeah, deflection. That's... I mean, as good and as beautiful and as well earned as Enzo's goal was, this was the opposite. <laughs> yeah, it was I think just that's fair to say. I don't know. It, I don't know how you can like. I mean, of course you're going to get excited when you score a goal like that. But, like, ultimately, the dude got in the way. <laughs> but even the shot wasn't good. He got That's in the way of a, yeah, of a the shot wasn't fairly even pedestrian like a looking shot or, like, a smart shot. I mean, shot. he had the ball for a while, so I guess he kind of had to do something he with made, it. No, he made some nice but, moves before the shot. But the shot itself, yeah. you're right. I don't think the shot itself had a lot of potential uh, to, no. to do anything. It was kind of – it was, like, too low and too weak. Uh, to get past Cody, and Cody was already moving that direction, obviously, because mm-hmm. when it deflects off the off of um, what's his name, Defreger, Defreger, yeah, when it yeah. deflects off of Defreger, obviously Cody was going, you know, to his right, and the ball went to his left. Yeah, um, but man, if that goal doesn't sum up our season, oh man, and there was definitely there were some things in the middle that just. <laughs> And I don't want to overplay luck because luck is luck and it's whatever. But it's it it's incredibly frustrating that we battled back to the one zero tie, mm-hmm. and we continually were playing better. After no, that. honestly, when we, we tied it up the, the way we yeah when we when, um, when we tied it up like that, I I thought it was like okay, we're gonna go on and win before extra time. Yeah, it's, and mm-hmm. then obviously that didn't happen. And then when it, after halftime of extra time, I thought we were going to penalties. I I didn't. I was like, neither yeah. team can put anything together. Like mm-hmm. this game's just going to penalties. Um, and then that happened. Um, mm-hmm. Man, and I think the the main thing that kind of the rest of the the ninety minutes that kind of bit us in the ass, unfortunately, was injuries. I mean, Kalungi yeah, we didn't had even to go mention out, that. Henry Kalungi went out. Uh, uh, and we had to start. We had to have a guy go in there that has not played since June or July, uh, if not maybe May or June. And uh, he, whenever the first Louisville game was, yeah. And he he played well in that game, but we he hadn't played since then at all. Being uh, Fairclaw, and it was he played excellently. He couldn't have played any better. You almost couldn't have known that. That think, change happened, but yeah. the, the fact that we had to use another sub and we couldn't get on, on a, a guy de- like David Estrada, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because it, it felt like David Estrada was the next guy to come in. Probably, if if um, yeah, I would I would I would absolutely bet that if Kalungi doesn't get hurt, that we probably would have gone with uh, Estrada for Alex, maybe. Yeah. Uh, or maybe even 
Estrada for um, on the, yeah, maybe even Estrada for Calvert. And then Possibly, save yeah. Lewis. Uh, Lewis did make an appearance. Don't want to forget yeah, that. Yeah, and uh, he. I thought he, he brought some impact, energy. Yeah, he I brought thought. some energy. Yeah. And at that point, maybe that was our last substitution. Maybe Lewis mm-hmm. is better at penalties than Calvert. You know, maybe they're starting to think about that. Um, that's that's what I feel like the prevailing thought would have been. But and it's unfortunate that both those things happen because it. And but like you were saying earlier, going into the the extra time, it just felt like we were going to be going to, uh, to PKs, which. I don't even know how I, to feel about that because we haven't really seen Cody uh, face a lot of penalties. I think yeah. we maybe have only given up two or three all season. Maybe yeah. You know, like I can't I, remember all that many. I remember we gave up one in Rochester uh, early in the year, and then we had one at the Sportsplex, I think, against Orlando. Those are the only two yeah. that I can remember off the top of my head. I'm sh- there might be one or two more. Yeah, it's um, less than a handful, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, so I like I don't know whether or not I'd be confident. I mean, I think Cody's a really really solid goalkeeper, um, but I don't, you know, p- penalties kind of feel like a coin toss. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it doesn't matter because they scored. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you have any big picture takeaways from this game? Like I, I saw. Uh, I you know I I keep forgetting that Alex ended up getting sent off, uh, which mm-hmm. it was it was not a straight red card, which is what I thought it was. It was yeah, I second, thought it was too. It was a second yellow card, is what it the was. The thing I didn't even realize is the first yellow hook card he got after Graf scored his first goal. Yeah, the, which I assume he, he was arguing the call that led to the free kick that they took right before the goal. I must. I guess it was, I completely missed that. It was. I, I did too. It was down here, written down for dissent on the website. Yeah. But I assume we didn't. We didn't see it because they were probably showing highlights of the goal. True. And yeah. then, of course, uh, the sound wasn't on at uh, at Nota. So if they said so- if the announcer said something, we wouldn't have heard it. Mm. True. Uh, the soundtrack was, you know, our, us us singing, and there was a band playing. <laughs> it, it, the Nota Brewery was couldn't like, even hear the band. Yeah, Nota Brewery was like quadruple booked last night uh, yeah. with all the different stuff going on. So that was definitely an interesting aspect. <laughs> it was, and here's something I completely forgot about the the insane uh, indirect free kick. Oh yes, they gave. I, oh, I forgot about that. Yes, I know. I don't. Like, it ended I, up. I hate and I think Troy Lassane ended up getting ejected. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, was I, it was I, that in the moment? Yeah, I think Troy I, got ejected for it. that for arguing about that. Which I don't blame him because there's so I don't want to say the ref was terrible, but it, it just it didn't make any sense. I did not think the ref it, at all. was terrible, I, I but I thought that call in the was, moment he was. That I, call was just I thought that was a garbage call. And I think, that is a prime example of why I don't like Wallfall. As good of a player as he is, <laughs> that was dirty. That's just dirty. And there, there's no other way around that. He knows what he's doing. Well, the thing is, I think he gave them an indirect free kick because Cody left the box with the ball. But I don't think he did. That's the thing. That was the main thing. Um, it's like we, he, I think he ended up – but then he gave the free kick inside the box, not outside yeah, I don't, the box. I, I don't so I, It was just bizarre. 
And maybe yeah. they explain, you know, maybe that's another thing that they explained uh, over the. I think commentary. ultimately what ca- what caused it was that he held the ball too long. I think. Nah, maybe I. But even if that's the case, the only reason why he did is because Wallfall wouldn't get out of the damn way. But see, I thought he's not going to kick it when yeah. the guy's right in front of him. <laughs> I mean, I. Because yeah. I don't know how that's not a card in that sense. I I don't know. That just it epitomized me when when players are dirty and it, it's not. It, it was just insanity it yeah. was insanity and luckily they messed it up i don't know how they messed it up no they, they it was completely messed it up though um and it's a good thing it's a good thing that didn't cause a goal because the no. dozen of us at nota brewing would have marched to rochester and yes, it would have been that would have we would have been a scene down <laughs> the usl offices would have had a lot of phone calls today yes pro referees it would have been to all them mm-hmm <laughs> It would have been bad. Yeah, but at the but end it, of the I day, I mean, as far as yeah. big picture goes, under no circumstances can I say that we played badly. We didn't deserve to lose. We played to their quality. I would say we played much better defensively, other than the goal. The two, well, the goal. I don't even want to count the second goal because that's not really a goal. Yeah, that, I don't. It, well, I don't. It's. I mean, you can't whatever. Blame but any of our guys for that one. For the ninety minutes, we played a good style of defense, and a, uh, we didn't play like a team that's lost five games in a row. That, no. That's the biggest thing I'll take away from this game. We we battled and we battled back. Um, it's incredibly unfortunate to lose the way we did because it, it's not indicative of where I feel like our season was going and where our club is going in the future. Uh, it's incredibly frustrating to go out like that because it's not even like we messed up something. It's just a guy happened to get in the way of a shot that wasn't even a good shot to begin with. Right. But apparently according to Rochester's Twitter, it was an SC top 10. Oh yeah. The sports center. <sighs> it was, it was probably the number one play on sports center. I'm sure uh, it was. Um, I didn't watch sports center this morning, but I bet it was there. Oh my God. No, they, our, our mm. goal should have been on sports center, but you know, yeah, I mean, do they whatever. do goal of the week in the playoffs? Because if if so, that one's gonna win it. Uh, I, I will take that back. That's that's probably not gonna happen. New York's goal, one of their goals, it was gorgeous. Oh well, they scored like twelve. Um, so I don't know what happened. To, I don't know what happened to Charleston, but they. I don't know. All they went, I know gave is up four goals. Point, I guess all the bad picture. bounces for us went New York's way. <laughs> yeah, they went uh, south of the border to Charleston. Yeah, sorry, I cut you um, off. Big picture. No, you're fine. But as far as big picture goes, as long as Louisville doesn't win, because the bad part about all this that happened in the Western Conference is if Louisville makes it to the championship game, they'll be playing the USL championship game on a baseball field. Yeah, that's Hooray. probably going to happen. No, I what I hope um, – I'm throwing my support, and by support, I mean my moral support. I'm probably not going to watch the games <laughs> uh, behind Tampa Bay Rowdies. Because they seem cool. Their fan base, I'd be okay their, with that. Their fan base seems really cool. Uh, they do. Yeah. I, we, don't, we don't have any gripes about you know, the, any of their players yet. We only played them twice. They, were, they play an exciting you – know, they, they're, they're an exciting team similar to us. Uh, so I, I'll throw my support. Plus one of, their, uh, one of their supporters is like a, a sort of supporter for, of Charlotte as well. Um, 
I've talked very to him very true. Yeah. On Twitter. I think his name's Adam. Um That sounds accurate. Yep. So so we'll be semi rowdies fans for the rest of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I will uh I will in spirit Don uh mustard and pesto. That's right. I, I forgot. That was your thing. Mustard and <laughs> it's pesto. the stupidest thing I've probably ever come up with. Yeah. Which is a lot of dumb things. But yeah, as long as long as Louisville, if there's a way for Louisville and Rochester to just nullify each other and just don't make it any farther, I would be okay with that. Well, they play I don't think it's, next week, so I don't think that's possible. <laughs> well, I, th- I feel like if they continue to play, then the, the game just doesn't matter anymore, <laughs> um, which is hopefully going to happen. But I, it's, I wouldn't say, I mean, looking big picture again, I wouldn't hey, say it was we a can, disappointing We're, we're going to do a whole episode yeah. about big picture, so you don't have to say a whole lot. It's True, okay. yeah. That's, <laughs> we, will, we will fill a whole uh, 30, 40-minute block with that yeah. information. But what, what would you say as far as big picture goes from this game? I, I'm interested to see what we do with the roster in the offseason. Um, yeah. I, I'm really going to be interested if we kind of go with a similar approach to last year where we try to keep the same spine together or if it's or if some guys are going to uh, it, you know we may have seen some guys play their last game in an independent shirt um, I don't I, I don't know who I'm not I don't you know I'm not gonna sit here and try to make guesses but I'd be mm-hmm. willing to bet that some of the starting 11 some of those guys that were played huge minutes uh, yeah. I bet we're not going to see all of them come back like like they did last or this year. You know what I mean? Um, I would assume I would agree with that logic as well. I think I mean, we'll I, see more I, turnover than last year. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say too. Which wouldn't be very much because at least 75 percent of our roster returned from 2016 going into 2017. Yeah, I so don't think if, we should blow it up by any means, but I think no, maybe I think we're missing that number a should be pieces. more like 50 percent. Than yeah, five percent or maybe sixty. You know, I, I think, and we definitely need to be willing to bring in outside talent. Now, if that's possible, what do you I mean by know. outside talent? I mean everybody's outside talent at this point, right? Or do you mean like well, not loanees? Is that what not loanees? First of all, yeah, we need we need somebody who can who can be a striker. Ultimately, we yeah. need a striker. Um, because that really is a – and I think that kind of plays into the fact that Calvert wasn't very effective in this game because we haven't had a tall guy up top all year. So you can't really kind of switch everybody's mentality to be like, okay, we've got a guy up top we can get the ball to. Um, I definitely think we need somebody in that, yeah, case, I think, in that sense. I think we'll have – We're going to need more depth on defense too. I think we just need there, more there's depth There's no doubt general, about that. But I don't know how yeah. we're going to go about getting that depth. I would like to see maybe more – young guys um, mm-hmm. who maybe aren't going to get a ton of minutes, but who might kind of play a similar role to like a Siage did this year where we kind of, we didn't see him like at all at the beginning of the year. And then we just kept seeing him a little bit and yeah. then seeing him a little bit and then seeing him more. And then we saw him a ton down the stretch that yeah. I, I like just selfishly. I like to see you know, players kind of develop like that younger players, uh, but it, it, there's, it, you know, we'll get into that kind of in our season. I think we'll probably do more than one season review type episodes. I know we were planning on doing like an award show, like we did for the mid season. But with the with the independents doing their thing, uh, 
on Monday. Yeah. I think we might have to rework that. So we'll we'll figure something out. Um, so we mm. we won't just be going dark for five months or whatever it is between now and the beginning of the preseason. But uh, mm. we'll we'll be around. I don't know. We we won't be doing it every Tuesday or anything. But we'll we have things in the works for sure. Um, yes. So stay tuned for more. Yeah, stay tuned. Absolutely. Um, but I guess we'll just kind of cut this off here. Uh, keep it kind of a short episode. We don't need to get too deep. Um, unfortunately we don't have a preview to, or a game to preview, oh, which is kind of sad. It really um, it is. Hasn't, it hasn't really hit me yet that the season's over. It probably will I know. like next weekend, maybe a weekend after next when I'm like, when are the independents playing? I'm like, Oh yeah, they don't play until exactly. February. At and least Arsenal won today. Game. That's a positive. That is a positive. Yeah. Um, um, so there's that. At least uh, as that's the true. independent have, season ends, we still have Arsenal. We have European soccer. Yep. I don't know that we should be excited about Arsenal. We're, we should not be putting our hope in Arsenal. <laughs> I don't think so either. Um, yeah. Also, we're never going back. Never mind. I'm not going to go into this because I, I really do want to keep this episode short. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. We heard from Chris. Chris sends his love. Um, he couldn't mm-hmm. really join us for this whole episode, but he did want to pop in. And so, um, I guess we're just wrap this up here. Uh, when Damn. I, I guess we'll see everybody. This won't be out. Well, I don't know. I might, I might go ahead and put this out early. Um, yeah. because it's going to sound weird talking about something happening Monday night on when this comes out on Tuesday, normally, so I think I'm just going to go ahead and put this out early. Um, uh, but I hopefully we'll see everybody who can make it at Libretto's, which mm-hmm. I think it's still at Libretto's, right? It has not changed I, again. <laughs> I I'm, believe so. I'm actually going to check because I have not been on Facebook all day today. Um, so if you I'm haven't heard, on. the Charlotte Independents are hosting a season awards banquet, not a banquet, but like a party uh, at Libretto's Pizza. Yep. Um. I think it's still at six thirty, or is it at seven? Six, I think it's six thirty to nine. Okay, okay. I've got it here. Six thirty to nine. Yes, there's possible thunderstorms and rain. Well, that doesn't that matter because it's inside. That's probably why they I, moved it to Libretto's. Possible? You know what? That because be it. well, unless they were going to have it in, there's not that much room inside. Not at, very uh, much. No, at Sycamore. So, Sycamore is a pretty popular place. Yeah. So it's it's uh tomorrow Monday. At six thirty to nine, like you said, at Libretto's Pizzeria, mm-hmm. off of Woodlawn Road. Yep, uh, that is accurate. So I, I'll be there. Are you going to be there, Ben? I will be there. When I will be there, I don't know. I'll be there. But at I the will start. be because um, I am cool like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. I'm not cool at all. But uh, man, that pizza looks good. I'm excited. It's very good. Oh, pizza, that's true. It's the say. pizza. It's the same that they they do the pizza. Uh, they're the pizza food truck that are at the games, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that they're makes the, a lot of they, the makes pizza sense. truck. Yeah. Okay, so their pizza is good. I've had it. Mm-hmm. It I is. That is. Just now figured out that that's the same place. All right. I'm off. <laughs> yep. Well, we'll see you guys tomorrow, and uh, we will not. I will not say goodbye because we are gonna see you later. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Come on, you jacks as well for next year. Woo! Yes. <laughs> 2018.